Alright, this is Austin of the Beer and Pretzel Podcast, a podcast that examines a new role-playing game each week, be it a one-shot RPG or beer and pretzel-themed RPG. We play it, uh, we review it, and we talk to the game's writer on the podcast. This is our first beer and pretzel live event. We're here at Brad's store, The Book Garden. Uh, which has been a sponsor of the podcast. And we are here, we're playing Dread for Halloween. We're playing Dread the Ivory Tower. And first, before we start the game, we're going to go over all the players' names and their character names, and we'll get into the characters themselves soon. But first, we're going to go to my left with our first player. Most of our players here are new to the podcast. Hi, uh, my name's Josh, and I'm playing a character of the same name, because I just wasn't feeling very creative tonight. Fair enough. This is Brad, and my character's name is Charles. This is Abraxas, and my character's name is James. Uh, this is Malachi, I'm playing as Dale. As Dale, okay. Dread is a game that doesn't use dice, cards, or tokens. It uses one Jenga tower. We're going to be taking pulls out of it instead of rolling dice. And once that tower collapses, your character will be dismissed. Most likely through death. Bloody death. And let's get this game started. In this game, we are a part of the Ivory Tower. In this world, you are lucky if you have a job. We are quite literally in the ivory tower. You guys um, are right now with your co-workers, and if you are on the ground level on the ground, you don't want to be there, because that's where everyone else is, and you basically were lucky enough to get this position, and you live a life of wealth and luxury. Basically, get to different places, you take helicopters, planes, uh, you're never on the ground. Uh, for people like you, that is a place of most likely death or robbery. But you guys, even the lowest of people like janitors that work at Ivory Tower are quite rich. And to begin in this, we are going to start. Uh, you guys can barely hear each other over the roar of helicopter engines. You're laughing, joking with your co-workers. The helicopter is a retrofitted military model that carries you guys all to your usual after-work watering hole. The tower, uh, you guys leave your tower of your work, you guys pass over the cityscape which is, which is awash with lights, but looking down to the ground level you notice that there's a point where the light stops. That is where you don't go. You guys arrive at one of the trendy bars and you guys exit the helicopter. You guys are here with an NPC, Damien, who is a young worker you guys have brought under your wing. You guys just found out that it's his 21st birthday and you're bringing Damien here to have a good time. Once you guys uh, pull up, someone with a camera shows up and says, Hey buddies, hey pals, shoot a video for the bar's website. Tell us your name, your favorite drink, and something nice about one of your friends here. This is kind of our introduction to our characters. They point at you. They say, listen buddy, what's your name, what's your favorite drink, say something nice about one of your friends here. Uh, my name's Dale, I love the rum and coke. And um, my buddies just like a party. Buddies like to party. Good, good. Uh, my name is James. I prefer pickle juice and gin. And I really respect all the people here. Like, they've done pretty good. My name is Charles, and I'll take my scotch neat, please. Um, and I like uh, I like I like uh, James quite a bit. He's a he's a hard worker. He makes life easy for everybody. Okay. My name's Josh. I love uh, vodka and Red Bull. And these guys I'm with, they are the most awesome party animals I have ever been around. <laughs> okay. The camera guy goes off to bother someone else, and over the next, say, hour or so, what do you guys plan on doing? Just give a rough montage of what your character does over the next hour or so at the bar, with Damien, maybe. Let's uh, go around this way. I plan on just um, scouting out the bar, sipping on a drink throughout it, trying not to get too wasted. Sure. Trying to get Damien as drunk as possible and leading him to as many girls as he can possibly find. Okay, let's take a pull of the Jenga Tower. 
You don't have to, but if you don't, you can puss out and let Damien do his own thing, which will result in him not going home with any ladies tonight. Uh, the rules for Jenga is you gotta take off one hand. As long as it's below the top layer, you can take anything. The man did it. You gotta place on top. There you go. Alright. You lead to a wild night for Damien. Damien goes home with not one, but two ladies. Oh my god, this is the best. 21st birthday ever for the man. What a legend, you say. But Damien, before he leaves, he looks back at you, gives you a wig, does a little gunshot uh, motion at you. You were his bro, you helped him out tonight. Brad, what does your character do over the next hour or two? Um, well, I'm just looking for, oh, what's his name? Daniel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you forgot his face as soon as he walked in. You just kind of stumble around. I'm... A little annoyed with him, uh, the, the young guy. I'm just trying to get him drunk and make a fool out of him, I guess. Sure. Okay. Uh, I heard that we were celebrating something, so I'm just getting sloppy, sloppy drunk. Sure. Okay. And how sloppy drunk do you want to get? At least double sloppy. At least double sloppy. Okay. Do you want to take a poll to make sure you don't throw up all over the place, or do you want to let me deal with whatever happens next? <laughs> you should I'm totally let him try not to yak. Okay. Alright. The man places it, and you get sloppy drunk, but you do it in the best way possible. Like a bro, you don't do it until you get home, then you throw up in your toilet. Like a gentleman. Like a true gentleman. Alright. What does your character do over the next hour or two? Um, I will um, join James in the um, spirit, but I'm taking as many um, tequila shots as I possibly can. Alright, then throw up all over the floor it is then. Is that fine with you? I mean, it's a party. Yep, it is a party. <laughs> and uh, you almost stop that party as a poor woman almost trips and breaks her ankle, slipping all over your vomit that's all over the dance floor. Like the true gentleman you are. <laughs> All right, so next day at the office. It's after 9 a.m. the next day. You're all a little bit tired. Some of you guys, mostly these two gentlemen over here, are very, very hungover. You look at the clock and you go, huh, that's odd. Damien hasn't shown up yet. Uh, any thoughts about why he may not have shown up, guys? You talk a little bit with each other as you guys are in the elevator going up to the top of the ivory tower. Guys, did you notice Damien's not here today? Yeah, didn't you send him home with some woman? Oh, you know, dudes, he left with not one, but two primo women. Two? I mean, they were tense. Now, how perfect are we talking here? <laughs> I mean, goddesses, dude. Oh, wow. Didn't you see him, Charles? Uh, I can't say that I did. I was a little distracted. I didn't even notice that there were women there. The character <laughs> of Stanley walks into the elevator. He goes, Hi, gentlemen. I see you guys all look a little beat down and worn. He goes, I woke up at 6 o'clock this morning. Actually, 5.30, get my workout in before coming here. What was your guys' workout last night? Pulling yourself on the bed after throwing up in the bathroom all night? What do, uh, what do we know about Stanley? One of you guys knows a lot about Stanley. I forget which person that was. Who's the one who doesn't like Stanley? Um, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, he's a flashy, um, two-bit salesman who just swoops in and takes your presentations from you. And, or takes all your sales, I should say. Okay. Alright, you guys ride the rest of the elevator up. Unless you guys want to do anything, you guys will arrive at your office. So... You guys notice the character of Tim from HR comes out of his office, and uh, he is, Evo, he's a pretty good guy. Um, you would typically think of him as kind of a nerdy character, but he's actually quite big. Six foot five, broad shoulders. He walks up to you guys as you guys are at your desks, and he goes, you guys, the boss wants to see you. You guys know your boss is named Michael. <laughs> what would you guys like to do? Uh, Any idea why he wants to see us? He goes, I can't go over it. I'm sorry, guys. Tim, I'm really not in the mood for this. Can't I wait until after lunch? He goes, boss's orders. Can I at least puke in my trash can first? He goes, what? 
right now. I'm going to I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Everybody walks off. All right, fine, guys. Let's go see what the heck Michael wants. Yep. So. Turn back that music. All right. You guys go into the boss's office. He, even though you guys were supposed to meet with him, he seems preoccupied by a giant ant farm that is on his back wall. He pretty much made it into, instead of like some rich people have like an aquarium for their fish, it's just a giant ant farm. Wow. He begins to monologue. Did you know that these ants can't see red light? It's there all the time, but the little ant eyes can't perceive that part of the spectrum. They could not tell whether the red light is off or on. Or on. To them, it's immaterial. Damien is at red light. Wherever he's working or taking another sick day, his impact is. Uh, it's very small. Head office told me they ran the numbers and found his contribution to be quite limited and small. So we had to let him go. Uh, when he came to work this morning. See, the thing about ants is that on their own, they're insignificant. But as a colony, they can build wonders. I hope you keep this in mind. Head office tells me they'll be looking into the matter of access personnel. personnel. Have a productive day and hope you work a little bit harder than Damien. I'm, uh, I'm going to try and do a little bit of brown nosing and uh, pull a couple blocks to try and set up a fencing session later. Okay. With the boss? With Michael? Yeah. Oh, okay, sure. Um, he likes you, so it's only going to be one pull. Okay. And Brad got it. He goes, you guys could all leave. Make sure your work is better than Damien's. I'll be seeing you later on the fencing court, or however, or wherever people do fencing. And, okay. Would you guys like to do anything else, or do you guys want to go back to work? Before we leave, can I whisper, geez, what a hard ass under my breath? Sure, you do. Uh, Michael, he doesn't hear you. He's more occupied with his ant farm. I say thanks for the warning, Mike. <laughs> Alright. You guys head back to work. Uh, at least got laid before he got fired. <laughs> That's true. At least. You're right about that. So, basically how this office is set up is that you guys... The boss gets his private office. You have to share an open, planned office space with another department. There are two sides of the area. On one side is the rows of admin department, and on the other side are your desks, which is the marketing department. The admins are where the young entry uh, level workers who start off as like paper pushers. There's a whole bunch of them there, and you guys have a lot, like a lot of decorations and stuff. And you guys are allowed to decorate your space as much as you want, but they just basically get a single motivational cat poster. <laughs> You guys head back to work, a little bit saddened by Damien's uh, removal. Then, you guys hear a chiming sound. And you guys are like, what the hell was that? Because you guys don't hear the chime too often. Because they want to keep people at work all the time. So they don't often stop. Um, what do you guys hear? Bing and bang. May I have your attention, employees of Harper Mills. I trust you are having a productive day. As you know, times are tough, and in order to survive as a company, we must be tough and kind, which means layoffs. Every screen suddenly flicks on to the Fourier security feed downstairs at like the bottom level. You guys see what's on the bottom level. You see Damien. He did show up to work. And he's flanked by security guards who are pushing him to the bottom level. They open the front door, which is only open through like two different security doors, and they throw him outside and lock it as he screams. You see a swarm of half-naked folks surround and pounce on Damien, tearing him apart. Man, it's like sweet Damien. <laughs> the announcement continues. We are downsizing. By the close of business today, we must reduce personnel by 80%. Of course, firing people is such a messy, impersonal business. This is why we are implementing a creative solution that will allow employees to take charge of their own situation. Under every desk is a safe locked with a fingerprint scanner. Anyone can open any safe, but your finger can only open one safe. Once you make a scan, you'll be locked out of the system. 
Speaking of locks, the front doors will open with a push-up button from the inside. Anyone who wants to volunteer to leave that way may. We trust you will use this opportunity to make vacancies where you see fit. <laughs> Work hard and win. What is your guys' reaction to that? What the hell? I knew it. I knew it all along, damn it. I'm still a little too drunk for this. <laughs> Dale, I've always thought you were paranoid, but... Okay, maybe you were right about some of this. I've been right since the beginning, man. You never know. They're coming for us. Or, I guess we're coming for each other now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. I need, I need to go speak to Michael. I'm sure there's a misunderstanding here. Right, we'll it can't be all of us. We'll come with you. I mean, if we're all together, maybe he'll see reason. I guess we should sit yeah. together. It's only logical. Hmm. I'm kind of worried about getting herded into an office like a group of cattle, but you know. You hear, We're not really doing this, are we? And then someone responds by picking up a pair of scissors and stabbing that person in the neck. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> this is how it's going down. What's on my desk? Someone says, you idiot, what do we gain by killing another admin? Someone else turns towards that person and says, we make vacancies as we see fit. Um, I think Charles is in a bit of shock right now. He's always had it easy and he just does not know how to cope with this. Alright, Charles is kind of shell-shocked. The guy you guys kind of looked up to before, uh, he's not technically your boss, but... He's one of higher class with you guys. He's kind of like a deer to headlights right now. What do you guys do? <laughs> Alright, look. is What's on my desk? I, I crawled out of the gutter to get to this job. I'm not letting it go down like this. Oh, I'm not going back out there. Oh, no. I'm going with you. No, what, what do we got? I remember that, like the voice said, everyone has a safe under their desk. Your fingerprint can be used once, and it can open up the safe and whatever is in there you guys can have. But do, do I have to open my safe? You don't. You can use anyone else's safe. Okay, what do I have on my desk? I can just let him. Your desk? Uh, a pen. Oh. Anyone have a pair of scissors? Do I have a chair as well? You have a chair. Okay, um, can I use a pull and try to break a leg off the chair? Sure. Uh, take a pull. As this is time sensitive. Alright, the man is doing it. And remember, at any point, if you get word, you can abandon the pole, is what we call it. But if you want to stick through it, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> oh. Alright, he does it. Oh, it was, that's close. not the sound of the Jenga tower going down, folks. Alright, right, good job. Like a boss, you just pick up your chair and smash up against the pole. Desperate nice. times call for desperate measures. You now have a couple different pieces you can work with. Cool. I'm going to take the sharpest one and then hand out the rest. Okay. Uh, I'll go to my safe under my desk and use my fingerprint to see what I have in there. Okay. Um, to go to your um, saves, you all, or whoever goes to their safe, because it takes a little bit of time and people start to get riled up, it does take one pull. So that's up to you if you want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll still do that. Okay. He's doing that. Here, do you want to take, come over here? So you're not oh. reaching so far. Yeah, let me do that. Let me tell you, this Jenga tower makes it a billion times more intense. Yeah, I know, right? No, yeah, that's not a good idea. <laughs> you're uh, trying to kill somebody, man. Remember, folks, hey. if the Jenga tower falls, the character's out of the game. He does it, though. You quickly dive under your desk, you put your fingerprint up to it, you open it up, and you reach inside, and you pull out a staple gun. What the hell is this for? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? I mean, it's a gun, isn't it? <laughs> Alright, at this point you guys notice that the horde of admins that were once, once get a little bit violent, they realize they outnumber the uh, marketing team 5 to 1. And they started to turn around and realize Hey, we way outnumber those guys, you guys and the rest of your marketing team. Some options you guys could do, run to the stairwell to get to a different level. Run to the accountant department, which is another place you guys can go. You can run to Michael's office, or you guys can also dive to your safe and grab something before you go. Or you can make something up. 
whatever you want to do. So I want to go to for us. my safe. You go for your safe? Alright, take a pull then. Well, I'm just kind of muttering to myself, they can't be doing this, they need us, we're the, the marketing department, we're the ones that bring in the money. He's right. got his fencing sabers at least. You're right about that. That is true. Alright, you reach in and you pull out a screwdriver. Nice. I'm gonna see what I can get out of my safe. Ooh, okay. Remember, once you use your fingerprint, you can't use it ever again on anything else you ever see. Only once. You open, you find a pistol with no bullets. Oh. <laughs> Better get pistol weapon, man. <laughs> Better take a piece of chair. Did you see his face when he said pistol yeah. and then no bullets and it was just immediate down? Yeah. Do I have any tape? I'd like to tape the pistol to you the end of the piece of wood. Office too. I think we should avoid the stairwell because that's up or down. All we have to do is get swarmed. I think we should go to the accounting department. And you guys can split up if you wish. I laid out the options, you guys can do it however you guys want. So one of you guys is headed to the accountant department. You guys have to make the decisions in a moment, so no time to think. Yes. You go to the accountant department. You're following him. Also following him. You're also Brad. Uh, just take me with you guys. I. We'll keep I, safe for now. Okay, I've got resources. <laughs> Sorry, Charles. We'll get through this. Don't even trip, bro. Alright, so get to the accounting department. You guys are gonna quickly run past the admin team. And then you guys should be able to lock doors and keep them out for a little bit. But someone needs to take a poll to lead the group, and someone needs to take a poll to be in the back to herd off the herd, quite literally. So somebody leader, has to take, I'll take the lead poll. Alright. He's taking the pole. <laughs> it's a ballsy pole One of the right bottom there. blocks. One of the bottom blocks? Uh-oh. And he does it. Okay. He's gonna be heading up the rear. Um, I'll, I'll try and lock some of the doors. <coughs> yeah. Alright, he does it. Entering the accountant department, you hear screaming suddenly cut short. Up ahead, you see the backs of three figures, all in brown suits. All three are wielded machetes and are making a bloody mess of one of your colleagues. Uh, you see, bang bang bang, the leader of these three women who all have their hair pulled back in a ponytail in their brown suits is Jenny. Jenny, who likes to, uh, no, Penny, I'm sorry. Penny, who likes to take up James's favorite parking spot. And uh, she's leading the group, and all three of the women, without turning completely around, they just move their shoulders and their heads to look behind you guys, and the shine of their machetes glows in the light as they look back as you guys dive behind some desks. They didn't see you guys, but they're a little bit like, what was that? Some possible options. You guys can try to sneak around, and uh, you can try to sneak past, yeah, sneak around them. You can sneak past and try to, you guys notice that one person, <laughs> you guys notice Tim, when you guys got past all the admins, you notice that Tim, who once was a pretty calm soul, he is now running around with some machine gun blasted at the admins. So that's the last saw last um, site you saw before exiting to the accountant department and he has a bandolier of fingers at first you're like yo Tim that's pretty messed up but you realized when, do what you gotta do no you realize when you're looking for the people after shutting the door when he clears out some of the admins he takes some of your fingers puts it to a safe opens it up that's an idea yeah. so that's another option you guys could do because you see these women have killed a couple people so maybe if you want, you could just sneak by them. You could try to sneak around and grab someone's fingers. You could try to attack them. You could do something else. But you can't go back because Tim has a submachine gun. Right. Yeah. You're not going to win that fight. Mm -mm. We got to try and get those machetes. Cool. Okay. How many, I think okay. How that many that pieces of a chair that I have? Okay. How many pieces? Yeah, um, do you have... Oh, Did anyone want to bring it's, a piece of the chair? G13? Or no. I'll, I'll bring a piece of the chair. Okay. Yes, okay. I've got a screwdriver and a piece of the chair. Okay. Maybe like a soft R. Alright. But piece of chair you bring? Piece of chair, yes. Okay. Piece of chair. Yeah, okay, I'll take okay. a piece of the chair. Okay, so I had to brought a piece of chair. Okay. So how what is our proximity to um the group? The three women? Mm -hmm. I would say they're around fifty feet in front of you. Okay. And this place is overridden with 
topped over desks, uh, overturned chairs. It's pretty dark in here except for flickering lights. So you do have some kind of stealth advantage. Okay. Well, three of us need to sneak around. Somehow we need to sneak around and get as close as we can to them. Yeah. A screwdriver will be able to do enough damage to go on one of them at least. What we do is, uh, for distraction, we'll throw a piece of the chair to get their attention in one direction, and then we can all three jump. The three of us can jump them and kill them all at once. You'll have to get closer to But Right, but we'll have to get close first. So, um, I'm going to sneak around and try to get to the one that's closest to me. Okay. And, oh. Um, you're sneaking around. Alright, so you go into an army crawl, you start sneaking around, and take one pull. Uh oh, the person that's nearest you with the machete, she looks over and she goes, I finally heard breathing over there. She quickly starts moving towards you. Do you want to just jump out and attack her face on face, or do you want to sneak into a position where you'll have a great advantage over her for a stealth attack? Yeah, is there like some desk I can roll under or something and yep. like attack the ankle? You can do a pull of two pulls. Okay. Yeah, so the man's got to take two pulls. It's starting to get dangerous. This is the first two puller of the game, isn't it? Yep. <sighs> okay. Shake it a little bit here. It's alright, it's alright. It's just a woman with a machete. I'm not afraid of the woman with a machete, I'm afraid of the Jenga tower. <laughs> well, the Jenga tower is the woman with the machete right Ooh, now. That's close. Quite literally. There's one. Alright. You dive to it, but will she find you there and impale you while you're under a desk? You will find out. I don't think so. He does it! Alright. She goes, huh. Must have been rats. What did the rest of you guys do? Um, do we. So we've got somebody in a sneak attack position. Do we need a distraction? Possibly, yeah. I'm gonna pull out my staple gun and start screaming and shooting staples in their general direction. Okay, take a pull. Those two women start running right at you. Here after he takes this pull, I think I want to hide in the shadows and see if I can brain one of them when they run past. Oh, uh, with the... With the piece of chair, yes. Yep, okay. I also kind of want to come around from the other side with my screwdriver and sideswipe one of them. Okay, sounds good. Um, for whoever attacks first out of the three of you guys, because you guys have an advantage, it's going to be one pull to kill that person, or knock one conscious. The next person, though, because they're alarmed, two. The third person, three pulls. Alright. But Josh take the first one. The one. It does it. Alright, describe to us what you do. As those two are running after Charles, shooting off his staple gun, making a really good distraction, I sneak around the other way that they're running and come in from the side and catch one of them as she's running, cover her mouth and pull back and stab her in the neck. Ooh. He muffles most of her scream, but not enough that they hear and they go, wait, what was that? Being a little bit more alert, whoever goes next has to take two pulls to finish off one of the women. Who wants to go next? Um, I want to try and bash one of them in the head while they're distracted from the screaming-esque noise. Alright, you can do it. This is two pulls. It is. I was hoping of trying to muffle it that it would come down to one pull, but... You yeah, want... I see where it's going. I'm gonna allow no, it. Got stuff one pull. One pull? Yep. <laughs> you oh. stuff falling out. Take that one. Because that one's already coming. Nice. I was oh, worried about that one. This is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? All right? I think, honestly, the scariest part is being back on top. Yeah. It is. Alright, whoever goes X, which Mine's gonna be the three. Yours gonna be two. Uh, okay. Well, um. I dropped the alert level down one by. I want to. So, how did you kill the second one? Oh, yes. I bashed her over the brain as hard as I possibly could with my piece of chair. Nice. Um, so, since I was under the desk, I'm going to trip the one that was going away, and then I'm gonna grab her machete and stab her with it. Ooh. That's a good one. That's good moves. This video has been watching a lot of John Wick. <laughs> Never seen the film. Nor have I. I just knew of some movie about a guy that was really mad about his dog being shot. Yeah, pretty much. The first one. Alright, there's pull one. Alright, you disarm her. 
But can I kill her? That's, can you kill her? That is a question. Oh, oh this tower is doing little spin moves. <laughs> My lord. Break dancing on the floor. Oh, okay, there we go. Oh, be careful. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Started coming out at an angle. It took okay. Oh, that was nerve-wracking. I thought I was dead. Great. Um, Brad, at some point, if you see Becky or, or someone else, can you have an outside person take a photo or two of us? Hey, Becky. Yeah. All right. Good job. Describe to us how you do it one more time. Okay, so I'm under the desk. As she was turning around to walk away to go with the noise, I'm going to grab her by her anchor, ankle, trip her, and um, then I'll get up and stab her with her own machete so I already have it equipped. Oh, perfect. All right, and she goes down, and you have a machete. You guys are able to defeat them in pretty stylish style, and uh, you guys have some more weapons now. It's pretty good. The one that he knocked, uh, hit, is she dead or knocked out? She's knocked out. Okay. And that one will be Penny. Oh, man. Do I have to do another pull to kill her? No. You have well, a She's knocked, she's knocked out. Grab her machete. Can I take her fingers? Take, yeah, if you want. Just don't. We only need one. Don't be gruesome. I'm yeah. gonna take a finger, I'm gonna grab the machete of the one I killed and take one of her fingers. Okay. You take her machete and, uh, yeah, slice the dice. I also will take a finger as well, and, um, is there anything else, um, that is, um, going to help in our situation around? What about, uh, what was Brad gonna say? What about the guys they were killing? Do they still have their fingers? That's what I was about to ask. They do. You guys have a total of, including the ladies, uh, a total of five fingers. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Okay. Are there any safes in the room we're in? There is. Okay. You guys, do you guys want to use your fingers now? Uh, their I, would, fingers? I would like to use one of the um, ladies' fingers that I took. Okay. Uh, you open it, make it big, and you see, oh, that's interesting, garden shears. Garden shears. Ooh. Um... Can I use his screwdriver to unscrew them and have two separate blades? Yeah. That's sure. Perfect. Nice. I'll take that. Okay. And he can have a screwdriver back. <laughs> I'd like to use a screwdriver. The one that has blood on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, why not? I have the way his face lit up when you heard an actual creative idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, um, I'll give you my machete, okay. and then I'll take the two garden shear, or two separate sides. Yeah. So we've all got a machete, you've got double, or dual wielding pieces of a garden, garden shear. Set. Yeah. Gotta be a rogue, right? Huh? You gotta be badass, right? Yeah. All right. Um, I think we're well equipped. I, I don't think we should. I think we should save some of these fingers. I mean, we have five. Are there any more saves? There are. There are. I mean, how, how many in total do we have? Of saves, mm -hmm. there are more than five. You're not sure how many have been used. Okay. Uh, we've got four fingers left because we got those garden shears. Yeah. Let's go ahead and chance our luck. One more. Okay. You see a massive. Pack a massive, uh, a bowl of hubba bubba chewing gum. Well, we could use it to attach things to things. Yeah, great distraction. Throw a handful across the room. You're right about that too. How are we gonna carry this entire bowl of gum? <laughs> but no, you're all missing the big problem that comes with that bowl of gum. We're supposed to be out of gum to be able to kick ass. Oh, that's true. I but see. now we actually have gum, so what do we do? Guess we where people start dying. <laughs> Alright, yeah. Good distraction. We'll be able I to stick some gum in stuff. Mouth. Yeah, I'm going to take a handful of gum for throwing fodder. Okay. Uh, uh, do any of you guys else take some uh, chewing gum or no? Yeah, I'm going to take some. Sure. I'm going to take a solid pocketful of chewing gum. Okay, everyone takes a pocketful. Alright. So, um, you have a moment to chill, relax, you look around the area. In the area of other place you look around, you guys see stairs on one end, elevators on the other side. You're not sure if these work or not, the elevators at least. Uh, there's bathrooms, maybe you can hide there. There is doors leading to meeting rooms and offices. And yeah, that is what's up. You guys here. I think elevators are a bad idea as well. Good work, everyone. You've already terminated. 15% of the staff. Keep it up. Uh, 
I think we should take the elevator. Um, is the elevator open or are the doors closed in the elevator? It's mostly closed, but it's partially ajar. Okay. Is the elevator at our floor? It is. Yes. Okay. Um. So can I pull some Die Hard stuff here and open up the top and um, see if there's a ladder connected into the elevator shaft? Oh. Yeah, sure. You can do that. That'll be cool. one pull. All right. Um, it's definitely. Idea. Um, you can add another pull sure if you like. But um, can I be cut the cable and let the elevator drop? Uh, sure. That'll be cool. another pull. That's pretty sick. <laughs> that was ballsy. All right. So it looks like he's gonna be able to crawl into the elevator shaft. Do you still want to disable it? I do. All right. He's got real die hard here. So we do have a ladder over there that we'll all be able to use. Correct. Yeah. <sighs> and he does that. The elevator goes screaming down. Why did I use the word screaming? Because someone was in the elevator waiting for you guys. You know! <laughs> As that plummets to the ground level. <laughs> Wonderful. Great job. We avoided that situation. <laughs> right then, bam, a door opens where the offices I was telling you guys about, and a young man looks vaguely familiar. You don't really, uh, you can't really put a name to his face. Uh, he comes in with a revolver, shaken, his hands trembling, and he shoots off a couple warden shots, and he goes, back off! Back off! What do you guys do? Can I? Can you toss me a revolver real quick? Uh, I can throw you my gun that has no bullets. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Doesn't it? Uh, I'm gonna point it at him. I'm gonna act uh, with the confidence that only a life of luxury and not having to do anything can give you. Yep. And I'm gonna scream, "Drop your gun! You're outnumbered." Okay. He goes. He goes. Uh, what are you doing? Don't you remember me? My name's Danny. I. I uh, bring you mail every single day. Drop your gun, Danny. We're and then come over here. We'll take you with us, but you gotta drop your gun. He's not playing around, Danny. Charles really means it. Normally, this is a two pulls, but I think that idea was really good, so it's only gonna be one pull. It was a solid idea. Uh, and while he's um, doing that, can I, um, did he use his finger to get that gun? Uh, the man? Yes. You're not sure. Hmm. He doesn't appear to have any fingers on him. So maybe he picked it up, or maybe he used his finger. You're not sure. <laughs> Danny, the male boy. And he does that. Danny starts crying. He drops his revolver on the ground, and then he walks over to you guys. <laughs> Quick, kill him! <laughs> I grab and throw him down the elevator shaft. No, <laughs> no, too late, dude. No, I'm kidding. As he's walking up, since he's come to accept his situation, I stab him right in the chest. Oh with my god! Oh, oh, so I can't kill him. But you, no, <laughs> we need his finger. We don't know. I say we don't. I say we don't I think kill his him. His fingers yet. are even used. Honestly. I say, is it too late, or have you done it, or have you not? Eighty percent uh, that we need to eliminate is a big number. Oh, yeah, okay. Kind of right about that. You know what? Oh, yeah. I, do I agree. Anything. I agree. Alright. He goes, But you got mail. And he gives you the envelope. <laughs> you guys open the envelope and it says, You're fired. It's from HR. How do we get to the HR department? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we seek revenge on the HR. I think we go. I'm kind of uh, worried about Tim with the machine gun. No, that was admin and marketing. That's not HR. I thought Tim was from HR. Yeah, Tim's no, from, from HR. HR, but he's most likely not still there. Oh yeah, you're right about that. Tim, uh, you guys might have an advantage with Tim because yeah. Tim, he's uh, he always seems to care for you peasants from the street. <laughs> Every time I give them a hard time in the office, he always comes to their assistant. So you might have an in with him. Alright, look Charles, we've talked about this before, but if you call us peasants from the street again while we're in this situation, I'm not going to think twice. We got to eliminate 80%, you can be one of that 80%. Because you've already used your finger, you're already useless at this point. <laughs> we just keep I'm sorry Josh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. 
high tensions right now. I understand. I'll let that one slide. So, is anybody gonna pick up that gun? I already called dibs on the gun. Okay, cool. Make sure. You pick up the gun as three bullets left. Nice. That is better than Alright. Can I have one of those bullets? Will it work in the other gun? Uh, no, because it's a revolver, no one's a pistol. If you want, you can take a pole, and then we'll make them both revolvers, nah. but nah. 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 Okay, got a revolver with three bullets in it. And they came from a room. Do you want to try a surprise route up, where nobody's really going to be expecting us to come from? Well, there's no elevator coming anymore. If we go up... Richer people possibly better loot to arm themselves with. But that's also possibly better loot that they're already dead with. Well, that's what I'm saying. They have better loot to arm themselves with, but it's better loot for us. But it also means better loot for which they can kill us. Which yeah, but after this is over, if there's if the higher-ups are dead, I mean, more money. Yeah. Guys, what's that sound? We thought you should know that the front door has been breached. No employees have left the building, but people sure are coming inside. Better hurry you up. Better, words. Uh, better hurry up. Ground dwellers are on the third floor right now. Who knows how high Let's they'll go climb? Upstairs. Lockdown will only resume once you've completed your task. What, what floor are we on? Uh, out of this building that has 20 floors, you guys are on the 15th. Okay, I say we climb higher. Yep, let's go up. Alright, so you guys obviously are gonna take the stairs since there's no elevator anymore. Well, no, I, no, I say we climb in the elevator shaft. There is, there's usually safety there the ladders. Is there not? Uh, <laughs> there is. I say we take that route. But do you want to deal with the pull of trying to open the elevator doors from inside the shaft with no elevator? To I think it will really only be hard that first time. We'll probably get the hang of it. Yeah. I don't know. I think we should take the stairs then. Yeah, I think you're right. We should I don't take know. the stairs. Like those uh, stairs are gonna be like a vomitorium at this point. People are just gonna be flowing through there. But everybody's gonna be going up. There's not many people that we've seen here on the 15th floor with us. Going up from here might not be as bad. But you know what? Let's have it more interesting. Let, let's do the elevator okay. idea. I think we can. You know, we'll take the elevator shaft ladder then. No risk, no reward, right? Indeed. Which way are you guys going up? Uh, I, I'm still, I'll still take the lead as going first. Oh no, are you guys all Sarah's or the elevator? Oh no, elevator. we're all just gonna take the elevator shaft. Oh, the elevator shaft. Yeah, we're all okay. just gonna brave it out. Okay, so that's gonna be one pull to climb up without getting nauseous and fall into your death. That's fair. Or you can go up the stairs and not do any pulls, as you guys know how to climb stairs. <laughs> as Zumo's gonna assume at least. So that's up to you guys, if you guys wanna do this. This tower is getting a little bit shaky at this point, so that's up to you guys. But it would be pretty epic to go up using the elevator shaft. I'm going out die hard way. If I die, I die, man. Alright. Right about that, I'm probably going to shafted as well. Oh, Careful there, oh. bud. <laughs> See, I, the pins, at this point, it's 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 basically hurting. Oh, there you go. And he... Who knew they made the oh, it's getting a little shaky. It's getting a little shaky. Alright. Anybody else guys. joining? I am going up the elevator shaft. For the audience, this is getting dangerous. Oh, no. Oh, oh my god! god. He does that. Fix the tower. You want to fix the tower? Uh, we also apologize for any background noise. There's a couple other games going on in the book garden. Uh, well, hopefully the audio is fine enough. Alright. Ooh, that was close. Brad, do you still want to go up the elevator shaft with the boys? Um, I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna look at it for a few minutes and look at the guys climbing. And I, I don't think I can do it, guys. I don't think I can do this. You guys wanna try and convince him or just leave him? Charles! Also, microphone back in two. You can come with us or we can meet on the floor, but you have to meet us. Dude, Charles. What the hell? <laughs> Get your ass on this elevator shaft with us and let's go. Okay, I'm gonna try. Alright. Brad's trying to do it. Oh, oh. Jesus. Yeah, up there is dangerous, but down there is dangerous too. Oh. He does that. Not but yet. Jesse said it now. Not yet. He does oh. it. Alright. <laughs> How many moves are you guys on? Oh, I don't know. So, do you, do know. you keep track of that? No. Oh. I wish I did. Yeah, Once it falls, that person's dead. Yeah. Alright, so, 
you guys get up and uh, someone's gonna have to open the elevator. Um, let me go grab. So you. that's gonna be one pull, but then all of you guys can get in. So it's up to you of who wants to do this. You sure? I'm in. I'm in front though. Oh yeah, you are in front. It's only gotta be the one. I can't wait for the mics to blow out. And me this either. <laughs> this is hilarious. We're all just gonna go deaf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna be glorious deafness. It's true. Oh my god. <sighs> this is I thought I was dead. Full anxiety. I thought I just fell to my death. Yep. Oh, Alright. You barely open a get side. You guys go, huh, this is interesting. There is the hub of a thousand machines whirring around. Oh, words. Whirring away. This is the server room. So you guys can speak out loud without uh, the fear of someone hearing you guys as the machines are very loud. You guys go to one of the doors and you see it's electronically locked. Do you have like six pens? If you do the caps of six pens, you got a machine sound right there. Oh, there we go. Let's do it. Alright. Everybody's doing it. Yeah, someone suggests. There we go. There's the sounds. I don't got my own pen. That's good enough. Alright. Machines that sound very much like cheap plastic pens go off. On one side, the door is electronically locked. On the other side, there is a door that's open. It's open. The double doors are open and light pours in. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna, with my connections, I think I might have access to the locked door. I'm gonna try and open it. Okay. You go for it, and it has been locked past your credentials. Okay. You look on the ground near the door, and there is a body of a man. All his fingers have been cut off, and this man is of higher than you guys, even higher than Michael. His pass would do it. <laughs> That that means pass will open the door. Do the do these doors use fingerprint or would they use like an eye scanner? Uh, these ones use a car scanner. They're kind right. of old fashioned. Does he, have, does he have one with him? Does he have his on? Yeah. On the end, you check. No. <laughs> on the other side, where the double doors let in light, they shut. You guys hear. Someone cackle from that side, and then a knife gets thrown and misses you guys' head uh, by like five inches. Let's say it's Brad, and someone from the darkness goes, I'm not here locked in with you guys. You guys are locked in here with me. And you hear as the doors on the other side lock. I'd like to shoot in that general direction. Alright, how many bullets do you want to spend? One. Alright, uh, that'll be three. To hit the person. Otherwise, you go shoot the darkness and you go miss. I don't think it's worth it. Considering y'all have machetes, we all have melee. You're kind of right about that. I'd like to we take could. cover. Alright, you dive behind some things to hide. Would taking extra shots reduce the number of pulls? Yes. Ooh, that's a concept. Um, can I? So, he's obviously a, a, a richer guy, so he's got like a two, three piece suit on, right? Yes. Okay. Can I? No, it being carrying weight. Can I use him as a human shield and use his clothes to tie him to my back? To tie to what? Tie him to my back to use his human yeah. shield, quite literally. Yeah, you can. As a back shield. Cool. That'll be one pull. Cool right. So then you'll have a shield. Who's the halfling? Who's getting thrown at this dude? That's the biggest question. Well, we're taking some dead executive's body and using it as a meat shield. Of course you are. We're basically playing a corporate game of... Uh, corporate, uh, games. Corporate. I prefer Battle Royale. You know what? No, there's yes. actually a movie so that you guys based on pendants, and you're trying to get up the... Alright. You now have a shield. Wonderful. Downsizing. Downsizing means whoever is left alive at any point. What would you like to do? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm gonna follow Body Man. Okay, the ball would hit. I'm just ready to go. I've got my stuff out. I'm ready to go. I got my human what shield. What happens when it falls? Uh, you're running backwards. Oh. Well, no, Even I mean, if you just bump the cable. You tied him to your quickly. back, you said. Yeah, I know. I have protection for my back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but okay. if you're running at him, don't, don't you need protection for the front? Make sure to speak up and speak towards the mic. You act like I can't just spin around. Brad, what are you up to? Uh, I am 
Just pounding on the locked door, hoping it'll open. The three of you guys, except for our friend with the um, meat shield, all take a pull as a knife goes into your meat shield. (laughs) Gets flung into it, but the rest of you guys' knives are getting thrown at you (laughs) from the darkness. Do I still need to? Since, do I still need to uh, take a pulse since I don't recover? Um. Oh, it was from behind. My meat shield was on my back. I'm gonna say yes, because whoever this person is, they're seeking in the darkness, and they have found you. All right. So you you do have a spot, so it flings oh, yes. it from the darkness. How far down up the tower can you pull? As long as it's the top level. Top one. Okay. Oh, oh, way too good at you. Yeah. <laughs> when you're alive, like Alright. You pull a chair right in front of your face as that knife plunges into it. Who else wants to go? This is like one of the only podcasts that needs a visual of Jenga. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, oh. what's going on? That's, that is not. Those are rough enough. It is not. I think oh we're getting God. close to the first one of us being eliminated. You might need to call in an architect. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on a second. Way. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna have a heroic finale. Okay. I'm gonna collapse the tower. All right. All right, Brad. Seven have died in the failure of this building. <laughs> so just seven. <laughs> as the knives um, are flying out of the darkness. I just crack. I've had enough, I've had too much, and I just run, uh, screaming, and jump right on this guy in the shadows. Alright, this person's being held down for a little bit for you guys, maybe go over there and, uh, well, I'm getting stabbed take to out, death. but yeah, Brad's <laughs> character's taking multiple knife wounds to the chest. Okay, so I'm gonna do the... I- I'm close to spies since I just character is okay. here to provide and the soundtrack. Oh, oh, oh god, my chest! There we go. You got a beautiful sound effect. I come in with my machete right behind him and just All stab right. that guy Before in the back. Before we do that, Brad, if we need one more thing from you, is this will be the end of part one of our two-part Dread uh, Jenga game. So, Brad, give us a sponsorship before we wrap up part one of the episode. The Beer and Pretzel Podcast is brought to you by the Book Garden. The Book Garden is a quirky, locally-owned bookstore in Montpelier, Vermont, that specializes in new and used books on nature, art, cooking, spirituality, and more. We also carry a wide variety of graphic novels, comics, collectible card games, board games, and role-playing games. The Book Garden, where ideas grow. Alright, thanks Brad for that. As we send our sponsor off into the darkness as he heroically sacrifices himself for the group. Alright, this is Austin from the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. We'll wrap it up. Part one of our Dread Game. Oops.